have you been keeping Ray's secret from the beginning? Did you know? No. At the beginning, there was toying with like an Obi-Wan connection. And then um, it really went, there were like different versions. And then it really went to that she was no one. Then it came to episode nine and JJ pitched me the film and was like, oh yeah, Palpatine's granddaddy. And I was like, awesome. And then two weeks later, he was like, oh, we're not sure. So it kept... Changing. I already know once the Daisy Ridley stands find this video, I'm just gonna get a ton of hate in the comments and on Twitter. But let's just go for it. Let's talk about Daisy Ridley. She is a British actress who is best known for playing Rey Palpatine slash Skywalker in the Disney Star Wars films. And I think it's pretty safe to say at this point that Rey has been a divisive character. Because sure, there are a lot of people who have seen Star Wars who look at the character Rey and say, yes, this is amazing, she's awesome and empowering, and it is so nice to finally have strong female representation in a Star Wars film, because heaven knows we've never had that before. But on the other hand, there are also a lot of Star Wars fans who look at Rey and see her as somewhat of an underdeveloped character who really was only included in the film for political reasons, and as a result of that, reads as a self insert or Mary Sue. But regardless of what you think of the character Ray, I think it's important here to separate a character from the actor that is playing them because we all know that ultimately Daisy Ridley is not the one who is writing the Star Wars scripts. And in the case of Daisy Ridley specifically, I will also say that even though her character has gotten a lot of hate in certain corners of the internet especially, I for the most part haven't really seen a lot of people hate Daisy Ridley herself. Because don't get me wrong, there are certain times online where both a character and the actor playing them will be getting a lot of flack. I'm specifically thinking here of Captain Marvel and Brie Larson, or sometimes it's just the actor getting a lot of negativity. And here I'm thinking of Rachel Zegler. When it comes to Daisy Ridley, my impression at least is that even among people who don't like Rey, there's not a lot of bad things to be said about Daisy Ridley. Is she the most amazing actress? I mean, I wouldn't say so, but correct me if I'm wrong. It's not like there've been a lot of people calling Daisy Ridley insufferable or entitled or making fun of her acting abilities. And obviously it would never be fun just as an actor to have to play a role that uh, is as divisive as Ray, even if people aren't coming after you specifically. But all I'm saying is that it, it could have been a lot worse for Daisy Ridley. And so with that in mind, and considering that the Star Wars movies she starred in did bring in billions and billions of dollars, you may have expected after that trilogy ended for Daisy Ridley to just be catapulted into A-list status. I mean, that kind of happened for Jennifer Lawrence after the Hunger Games films, right? Maybe she's not the best example to use because at the end of the day, I think the public kind of got tired of her and she ended up getting a lot of really negative backlash. But still, the point I'm trying to make here is that the Hunger Games films really catapulted Jennifer Lawrence into Hollywood and you would have expected, or at least I did, that a similar thing would have happened for Daisy Ridley after the Star Wars films ended. But today what we're gonna be talking about is how uh, that hasn't really happened. Before we do that though, I do wanna say a big thank you to today's sponsor, Liver Health Formula. In this modern age, it is more important than ever to take care of your liver. Simply put, your liver is a powerhouse with five key functions that greatly affect how you look and feel. Your liver health can affect things like weight management, energy levels, cholesterol, hormone health, and brain health. But the problem is that right now there is a silent health epidemic. If you were to add up all 
all the residents of South Carolina, Indiana, Massachusetts, Arizona, Virginia, Florida, and Texas, you would still not get the 100 million Americans that have a sluggish fatty liver that makes people gain weight and experience chronic fatigue. And that's why I would try the product I recommend, Liver Health Formula, which is an all-natural supplement packed with clinically proven botanicals to help you recharge and protect your liver. And by going to my dedicated page, you will also get a free bottle of nano-powered omega-3. That is a total discount of 64%. You won't find this offer anywhere else, so order today at getliverhelp.com slash Lauren. Again, that is getliverhelp.com slash Lauren. Remember, a healthy liver is a happier you. Your liver is one of your major organs, so definitely don't sleep on taking the best care of it that you can. Now back to Daisy Ridley. You see the article that actually inspired this video comes to us from Screen Rant with the headline, Daisy Ridley's new movie grosses less than $1 million, can't even crack box office top 10. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing from that headline, a lot of you probably didn't even know that Daisy Ridley had a new film out in theaters right now, but she does. It's called The Marsh King's Daughter. It's a drama. And the premise is that her character, Helena, quote, must confront a buried past when her estranged father breaks out of prison. Two years before she was born, the Marsh King abducted her mother and she spent her childhood in captivity. Now convinced he will try to take her daughter, Helena sets out to outmaneuver the man who taught her everything she knows about surviving in the wilderness. Sounds like an interesting enough premise to me. And this is a film that was based on a novel. Uh, looks like a gritty psychological thriller. But for whatever reasons, which we will go into, it doesn't seem like this film is resonating with audiences. Which, hey, isn't a huge deal. Every actor, just like every person in general has projects that work out and has some projects that don't work out. But what's interesting about Daisy Ridley's career specifically is that sadly, it seems like this is just the latest flop in a string of unsuccessful movies for her. And before anyone calls me a hater, it's not just me who has, I would say, observed this pretty objective fact. In light of the Marsh King's disappointing opening, even Screen Rant uh, decided to put out this pretty cutting post. Daisy Ridley is returning to Star Wars for a new sequel, which isn't completely surprising given the lack of great success she's found so far. And now a lot of people, specifically Daisy Ridley fans, have gone after Screen Rant for this Admittedly, like, I mean, somewhat catty posts. But if you actually read the article that this post is promoting, I mean, they make some good points. Now, aside from Star Wars, Daisy Ridley, of course, has starred in some successful films, specifically Murder on the Orient Express. That made a ton of money. In addition to being critically well-received, you see that film was released in 2017. And since her Star Wars trilogy ended, the actress's first blockbuster after her Star Wars success was Chaos Walking alongside Tom Holland, which easily should have been a success given the star power attached to the project, but the script ultimately let it down and left the story muddled and forgettable. Not to mention, the movie was also released during the pandemic and consequently failed to draw more than 13 million in the United States. From there, Ridley starred in Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, and The Marsh King's Daughter, both of which have fallen under the radar and didn't gather much attention upon their respective releases. That's not to say Ridley isn't good in these projects, but the actress has just been unable to find the right material to allow her to shine. It's for this reason that audiences weren't surprised when it was revealed that Ridley was returning to Star Wars for a new project. As a franchise that has been a proven success for the actress, it makes sense for a new Star Wars project to be Ridley's next move. Now, since this article was released, a lot of people have been calling the folks over at Screen Rant haters, uh, which I really don't think is fair. I don't know if you all follow Screen Rant for like entertainment and pop culture news, but I mean, I don't even appreciate the term or the idea of the fandom menace, but even if you did, Screen Rant is not part of that. They're generally pretty favorable uh, toward a lot of these big movies and big celebrities. I feel like even though Daisy Ridley herself probably wouldn't like to read this article, it's actually just 
pretty objective and true. Ridley's career hasn't exactly taken off or exploded post Star Wars. I mean, other films she's been in include Sometimes I Think About Dying and The Inventor, which I've basically just found out about now from reading her Wikipedia page. And so that leads us to the question of why. Why has this happened to Daisy Ridley? And personally, I think a big part of things is really something that's not her fault at all. I'm talking about the fact that Disney's Star Wars trilogy just wasn't as beloved by audiences as they would like us to believe. I mean, yes, the films made a ton of money. We're talking billions of dollars. But honestly, now that that trilogy is done, what has been the lasting cultural impact on the zeitgeist that films like Rise of Skywalker have left. I mean, really not much. Really, compare the cultural impact of Disney's Star Wars trilogy to something like, I'm gonna compare it again, to the Hunger Games franchise. The Hunger Games franchise was everywhere. There were memes about it. It basically kicked off an entire obsession with YA dystopia that lasted years and spawned other successful franchises. Did Disney's Star Wars trilogy do anything even remotely comparable? No. And so it's really not surprising that if people have largely forgotten about that franchise, then they would have also largely forgotten about the actors who starred in that franchise. And again, I want to stress here, none of that is Daisy Ridley's fault. Even if you want to say, well, she wasn't super memorable in the role of Rey. I mean, you've seen what the script was. Could you have done better? I mean, it just is what it is, right? She's an actress, not a magician. That then brings us to something that she does have more control over and something that I think she honestly could improve upon, and that's choosing her roles. Obviously, if you're an actor, I know that a lot of people who start in these big franchises, once those franchises are over, they basically try their hardest to essentially take roles that are the exact opposite of that franchise because they don't want to end up pigeonholed or typecast into one specific role. And so if you're hoping for career longevity, it can make sense to, hey, if you've just starred in all these action films, do an about phase and then maybe go for something darker, grittier, basically anything that can show people that, hey, you have range and you're not just this one thing. And looking at Daisy Ridley's filmography, not just post Star Wars, but while she was also still filming those movies, the type of roles she's gone with, I think this was her strategy. Chaos Walking, yes, that was still science fiction, but it was a lot darker than anything she'd ever done with Star Wars. Filmophilia, apparently that was a historical romantic drama film. So again, very different from Star Wars. Sometimes I think about dying. That's a romantic dramedy, The Marsh King's Daughter. That's being described as a psychological thriller. She's really trying to show her range here, which can be smart. But real talk here, if you are Daisy Ridley, your fan base realistically are girls between the ages of 15 to 25, maybe 30 on the upper end that saw Star Wars and loved you. And I'm not saying that Daisy Ridley shouldn't have been trying to explore different roles, but if I were her, and obviously I'm just an internet nobody, I would never expect in a million years that she would actually watch this video, much less take this advice to heart. But post Star Wars, I probably would have chosen different types of projects, yes, but ones that would have still appealed to my core demographic of fans. I'm talking about Rob rom-coms, maybe murder mysteries, things like the Orient Express. I think that was a smart move for her. Looking at her filmography, it seems like she's either been doing kids movies like Peter Rabbit or films that would appeal to a much older demographic like Ophelia or The Marsh King's Daughter. Ultimately, I do think Daisy Ridley is a fine enough actress. And in terms of just the way she looks, which I know it's not really fair that actors get judged upon, but hey, it is what it is. I do find she's beautiful. And I'll also point out that considering how competitive acting is, some might even call it a success to be 
be in a film at all as an actor, let alone have a starring role in one, which obviously Daisy Ridley is still doing a ton of. But I guess I wanted to make this video and kind of talk about Daisy Ridley's career because in my opinion, she is someone who I think can absolutely exist and thrive outside of Star Wars. But with the film she's been doing lately and her now announced return to Star Wars, it just doesn't look like that's actually what's ended up happening. That's basically all I have to say for now though. And as always, I would love to hear your thoughts in the comments. What do you think of Daisy Ridley as an actress and have you enjoyed her non-Star Wars films? Let me know down below. If you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.